Hey everybody, we are back. This is going to be episode three of our Mandela Effect. Um, we're going to continue where we left off. I believe we've got three, three left mm -hmm. at the moment, and then we'll just kind of get into a little bit of history with it. Well, different what? theories, what causes it, that kind of stuff. Okay. It kind of it kind of takes a drastic turn. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of starts getting up pretty far out here. Right now, we're still in the section of pop culture icons, music, and more. So we're going to start back where we left off. And this one is one of my all-time favorite uh, celebrities that is no longer with us, unfortunately. And that is the great and powerful, wonderful, beautiful Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Monroe. May God rest her soul. Okay, so she is a huge controversy, just like JFK. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you can't have one without the other, so right. we may have to do an episode about both of them. Yes, oh, absolutely. When, we, when yeah. we go there, because I think it's all very much intertwined. So anyway, as we know, Marilyn is shadowed in just as much, possibly more conspiracy and controversy as JFK. So <clears throat> we'll try to keep this as reeled in as possible until we decide, and you know, we get into our later. conspiracy theories yeah. and down that rabbit hole. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. that's not a today thing, unfortunately. <laughs> um, <clears throat> however, with this, I do have a side story that may Perfect. make it may take it a little bit further. But right now, we're going to talk about her famous beauty mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, when you think of Marilyn Monroe and you think of her classic beauty mark, I along with a lot of others, including you, remember it being on her lip. Yeah. On her lip. Or like right, like right above, right above yeah, it. Right yeah, right above her lip. Not actually in her lip, but above it. Um, but it's actually <laughs> on her cheek. <laughs> like, it's on her cheek, like right... I don't even remember what... Kind of like Madonna, maybe? Like right up here... Like, under the cheekbone. Oh, yeah. But over towards, kind of almost close to the corner of her mouth, but not really. It's a weird spot for them to have, for it to be at. And I don't think that it's always been there. I don't. Um, was it drawn on? <laughs> and that's what I wondered, too, is, like, was she drawing it on and it just kind of moved? But in pictures, the more natural photos of her, it's there. As far as, you can tell it's a natural more. Yeah. Or maybe it was a tattoo. I don't I don't know. But um tattoos don't move. So but <laughs> no. to back that theory up, when you go to any tattoo shop for a piercing and you say, Hey, I want the Maryland piercing, it's, guess where they put it? Yeah. And right, look, right above the lip, in the corner of the lip, above it. So Am I gonna have to Google this one too? Have you Googled that to see where maybe it's Marilyn, no, I don't need Marilyn Manson. Well, while his... you're doing that, I'm going to tell an interesting story. And <clears throat> the reason I share it is because it could be considered Mandela effect, or it could be just misinformation. It could be that I'm just crazy. It could be that I was just completely and totally wrong, and I just invented this in my mind. And I'll accept that. That's fine, too. But as far as her death... I remember going most the majority of my life remembering, hearing that she drowned in the toilet. They found her over the toilet drowning from vomiting up 
barbiturates. And she died while vomiting because she drowned. Like, she passed out in the toilet from, you know, having so much in her system that that's, that's where she was found dead. Now, am I getting that confused with Elvis Presley being found near the toilet and he died on his throne because he had been on the toilet when he died? Maybe. Maybe. But what's bugging me about it is if you look at her autopsy photos, mm -hmm. her hair is wet. Her face is swollen, like she had been bogged down in water. Yeah, I was gonna say, that would make <clears throat> sense with, with right. that type of death. She looked puffy. She she looked waterlogged. She looked not like she had been resting in her bed. So again, I could have invented this entire thing. But toilets mind. aren't. I'm not saying you can't drown right. in a toilet. You absolutely can. Mm -hmm. But. If you're face down in the toilet, mm -hmm. and sorry that my dog is barking in another room, not your entire hair would get wet, would it? I mean, probably not, but I bet I could find a way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I bet if it were me, I could find a way. <laughs> I could find a way. <clears throat> so. But, um, yeah, and also... Again, with the controversy, her body did go missing for about 10 hours after death. When they went to move her to the morgue, mm -hmm. her body... So they left her body in... A morgue, and it... Oh, it disappeared from the morgue. The story, yes. There's a story that says her body completely disappeared for 10 hours. And then it reappeared. So, could she have been wet from getting cleaned up? To maybe get rid of evidence? Did she actually draw drowned? Did she, you know? There's that that one's gonna be going down the rabbit hole yeah. and into that whole topic right. of conspiracy <laughs> theory, right? But um, uh, yeah. Anyway, I I, I swear <laughs> at some point, and it could have just been somebody telling me that and passing just to pacify me and shut up. Like, yeah, she drowned in the toilet too. Her and Elvis both died on their thrones, you know. Whatever. And maybe I took it seriously. I was younger. That's pretty gullible. Maybe I'm still gullible. I don't know. But what did you find out with your Googling? It's like right there. Yeah. Around her cheek. Yeah. On the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. That's. This one, this next one we're about to go to, sends me into rage every single time. <laughs> every single time we talk about it. Which one is this? Ed McMahon. <laughs> This one makes me furious. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's why I saved it as one of the last ones, because there's a lot to say about it. Oh, absolutely. So, Ed McMahon was never a spokesperson for Publishers Clearinghouse. Bullshit. <laughs> he was spokesperson for American Family Publishers. However... He never went to any homes Bullshit. handing out large checks, but his face was on the envelope. Bullshit. Again. <laughs> I watched a clip when we talked about this. Mm -hmm. And I think I Googled something, and I watched a fucking clip of these two guys. I don't even remember who Ed McMahon was like. on. He was on a talk show, and I'm not sure who he was on the talk show with, mm -hmm. okay? But he was a guest on a talk show, and they showed this clip of two guys. 
that were angry talking about Ed McMahon, where is our check? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And specifically talking about him knocking on their door with a check. Mm-hmm. I remember that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Mad because how come he's never coming to our house mm-hmm. with a big fucking check and a handful of balloons? Mm-hmm. How many times did you get pissed off at your parents for throwing away the public publisher's clearinghouse yeah. envelope? Because you're like, no, 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 we no, can no, no. We have to, you have to fill this out. We have to order these damn magazines so that we have an opportunity to get the the giant check out. Absolutely. Our door. And my mom was like, I don't like strangers coming to my house. I don't want him coming over here. I don't care what he's got. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> which is ironic because I'm the exact same way now. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different. When you, we understand that now. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I totally get it. But the other thing is, there was a girl in one of the commercials, because they always played the commercials just to kind of get you salivating for the PCH. Like, they wanted you to be involved in Publishers Clearance. So, it was almost like an infomercial. And so, they just randomly share the, the videos, these people answering the doors. There was a girl on there. That answered the door. She had been in a shower. She answered the door. She was in a towel. She not only won the check with Ed McMahon standing right there and was all excited, but she was on like on camera in her <laughs> towel. But after that, she got a modeling contract because of being in the towel. Of being in the towel, and they, she got a modeling contract. So does she not exist either? Did that not really happen? I know I saw it. <laughs> Now we gotta Google that. <clears throat> now we gotta Google that. So, but yeah, and and as far as the American Family Publishers, I can't even see that envelope in my head. I can't even imagine it. You imagine? I always thought it was the the PCA. Yes. Publishers Clearinghouse. I can see the Publishers Clearinghouse envelope clear as day. I cannot see the other one that we're talking about. So PCH, um, woman. Model. And they also say that he the only time he delivered a check was one time. That was it. No. You Every see? freaking commercial you saw was different people. Yes. He he did it. He was there. He had balloons. It was a thing. It was a whole big old thing. Well, that's not getting me anywhere. Internet. Um, let's see. Did woman get modeling? Oop. <laughs> I probably should have Googled that ahead of time. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> yeah, it was like a whole big thing. It was like, it was balloons. It was tears. It was people dancing and laying out on the ground so thankful and excited. It was the gigantic check. And then I was always like so curious, like how do they cash such a big check? What do they how do they do that? Does the bank take it? And then I, you know. Yeah. I wasn't a real smart kid either. I'm not getting anything. <clears throat> oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Never mind, that is not anything to do with now. <laughs> so not gonna click that one. So we'll have to research that later. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I remember I remember all of that. All of that. Oh, and, yeah. And we are not the only ones. Oh, absolutely we not. Are not alone. A lot of people are really. I even asked her, I was that. like, do you remember Ed McMahon and Publishers Clearinghouse? Yeah. Yeah, I asked Brent too, and he was like, absolutely. That was a childhood dream. No shit. Like, we were going to get that check. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> woosah. We got a woosah. <laughs> I got plenty of sage and incense. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. 
All right, so this is the last one of the Mandela effects. I feel like this list is going to continue to grow, and we may have to come back to this in a few, like maybe next Future, year. Yeah. yeah, maybe next year and see what else has happened since between well, now and then. Which one is out? This one is Bob Barker. Yep. Okay, then so yeah. we're going to hit that one. And we we saved this one for last since this is the, like a most pre- recent. Yeah, it's very recent. Um, as you most know. His passing was just announced on August the 26th, 2023. Last week. Last week. A sad day for a lot of people. I don't think that there's a childhood memory out there that does not involve this man. He kept, he kept, he, he took care of us while we were homesick. Which you see the meme going around when you were sick as a child Mm -hmm. and you stayed home Mm -hmm. and you had your Sprite or Mm -hmm. ginger ale, Mm -hmm. chicken noodle soup. Mm Mm-hmm. Crackers. And, yeah, your crackers, and of course... Wheel of Will, Fortune. N- not Wheel of Fortune. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> Price is right. Price is right. <laughs> we both suck. Mandela strikes again. <laughs> so, yeah, no shit. Um, so, yeah. But. but. <laughs> big but. Many remember his passing at ages 92 and at 94. And last year. And last year, 98. Simply because there was a man on TikTok that mm-hmm. was talking about it. It was right after Bob Barker died, and a lot of people were coming on there like, no, 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 no. This man has already died, mm-hmm. not just once, mm-hmm. but at least two or three times before. Mm-hmm. And some man got on there. It was December 17th of 2022 mm-hmm. that he made a TikTok about Bob Barker passing away. Mm-hmm. At 94 years old. Mm-hmm. But he had just passed away in 2022. Yes. And he's like, why? He said, I'm on here. Uh, we're getting the news that Bob Barker just passed away at 98 years old. But I recall him passing away at 94. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it's been more than twice. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. And, you know... Okay, once or t- once you can think, okay, death hoax. It's one of those celebrity death hoax things. I can see that. But to continuously keep happening and everybody's just like catching on to it, especially this last go around, so many people are calling Oh, out. yeah. And I hope this doesn't come off as disrespectful to the family or anybody like that because that's not how anybody means it. No. It means that whatsoever. It's just everybody's really confused. Oh, yeah. I mean. Really confused. And... I mean, it is just mind-boggling. How, you know, and it kind of puts the phrase, you know how they say, you only live once. Mm -hmm. No, you only die once. But in this case, Mm -hmm. apparently, if you're Bob Barker, Mm -hmm. no offense to the family, you die multiple times. Yeah. I mean, it's like a fucking cat with nine lives. It just keeps happening. Right. So... We're definitely going to keep all of this, and thankfully that we are recording all this, yeah. because God forbid next yeah. year or in five years from now when Bob Barker dies again, yeah, we have and we can go back and be like, whoa, wait, no, yeah, this is when he actually died, but yeah. yes, uh, he's died at 94, he's died at 98, and he's died at 92, mm-hmm. and now he's dead at 99. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I remember when Drew Carey took the show over, and... But wasn't that because he was dead? That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. And then I was like second guessing myself. I was like, well, maybe it's just because he retired. But I swear it was because he had passed. He had passed away. And I'm not the only one that thinks that. Like, you're not the only one that thinks that. Lots of people were like, that's 
why the show got given to Drew Carey yeah. to spur of the moment. It wasn't even now like we, a, a slow ease into it. It was like... And as long as they don't come back and try to say in five years that Alex Trebek died, because we all know he just died within the last year yeah. or over a year ago now, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But Bob Barker has died a, a few times. Yeah. So unless they were Definitely. just all really elaborate hoaxes as far as from internet spammers and scammers and stuff. which And nothing coming back to confirm this right. is not true. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> are you still with us? <laughs> <laughs> we are sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because that was a lot. And we, we know, we understand, and we are shooketh. We are just... To the core. Yes. We are, we are just as bothered by all of this as y'all are. Um, as we previously mentioned, this list constantly grows. And from time to time, we even think of things or notice things that leave us wondering if it's part of the Mandela effect that has never been mentioned or thought of or if we're just being paranoid or misinformed. Re- or all of the above. Or all of the above. Absolutely. Realistic or plausible reasonings for these changes could be simple Simple explanations such as some of the things that we've talked about already, like rebranding, upgrades due to changing of the times, overthinking, mishearing lyrics and movie quotes or shortening them to prevent copyright issues, getting them confused with the book and movie versions, like getting the two mixed up, Um, not enough recorded information due to the times. That's a, you know, it's a lot of well, we think this is what happened, but we're not sure because there's no recorded evidence. There's no proof. We don't know. Um, Biblical changes could be confused by, as we said before, the difference between the King James Version and the New International Version. And Old Testament, New Testament. (laughs) Right. Constant rewrite. Right. Um, The telephone game, you know, the telephone game where it's like you tell one part, you tell one person one thing and then you go around the circle and then by the time it comes back, it's totally different. Yeah. Could be the same thing here. We talk to enough people. Everybody has a different something in that just sticks in your head and you think that as a a constant in your mind. Never thought of it that way. You know, oh, I remember it being this way. Well, that's what you were told. Yeah. You know, Um, maybe it is pride. Maybe it is the fact that none of us want to be wrong. And I could buy that for a dollar if there weren't so damn many of us. You know, remember, especially (laughs) Bob Barker. Right. Perfect example. And the thing is, is it's like, I'm not that prideful. (laughs) I can admit when I'm wrong for the most part. I really can. But for something like this and for there to be so many instances of it. And then, you know, we talked about in the first episode the scientific proof that something is definitely going on. There's something definitely to be said about the phenomenon. Yes. Like shared memory. No. You know, something's up. And then misinformation that was never verified. Also, the power of suggestion. You know, you may not have even had this thought until somebody said it, and then you're like, hmm. Well, and maybe, now you've, and you've yeah. imprinted that, right. that image <clears throat> and that in thought, your brain. That, yeah. that, thing, that, that idea is there now. So it could be that. All of these are easily explained and allow you to sleep better at night, I suppose. <laughs> of course, we can't leave it at that because who needs sleep? Because <laughs> I should, Look... <laughs> I am one to ponder at night. You yes. know, it's, I mean, I've already <coughs> suffer from insomnia anyway. Well, you're welcome for adding to that. So, <laughs> anytime I can help you out, just if, let me know. 
Yeah, I mean, just just simple shit like this, and then I'll be in the bed, and then it'll just pop in my mind. It's like, okay, let me ponder on this for three freaking hours and not sleep at all and then be pissed off tomorrow. Yes. Because I don't have sleep, and I can't fucking answer this question. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. Okay. Well, here are some of the more complicated theories. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I'm going to read this one for you because it is a lot. Like, I really went down the scientific wormhole with this And this, this is one. where I'm not going to get sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> there are some there are some words in here that I would rather butcher than you do it because I'm the one that wrote this shit down. <laughs> and I don't want to do you like that because I love you, girl. So, <laughs> anyway. The first theory has to do with the Large Hadron Collider. Hadron, Hadron. Whatever. What the fuck is this? <clears throat> oh, we're, we're fixing to hear all about it. Oh, my God. The world's largest and highest energy particle collider. It was built by the European Organization for Nuclear Research. I thought that was CERN. It is. Oh. Yeah, that's CERN, baby. Between 1998 and 2008, in collaboration with over 10,000 scientists and hundreds of universities and laboratories as well, as more than 100 countries. It lies in a tunnel 17 miles in circumference and is deep as 574 feet beneath the France-Switzerland border near Geneva. The first collisions were achieved in 2010 at an energy of 3.5. Let's see how bad I can butcher this. Collision now. <clears throat> collision of what? Uh, we're, okay. It's going to tell you. It's going to tell you. Uh, 3.5 tera electronic volts. So we'll call that TEV. Because I don't know what this is. <laughs> per beam. I don't either. But I feel a little smarter after reading this. Um, per beam, about four times the previous world record. The discovery of the Higgs boson. Boson? Bassoon? However you want to say it. The boom. <laughs> at the LHC was announced in 2012. 2012, 2012, 2012. And we keep going back to that number. Yep. I'm saying, year. who all remembers 2012 <laughs> and all the conspiracy <clears throat> theories behind that year? <laughs> Between 2013 and 2015, the LHC was shut down and upgraded. After those upgrades, it reached 6.8 TeV per beam. So 13.6 TeV total collision energy. At the end of 2018, it was shut down again for three years for further upgrades. The collider has four crossing points where the accelerated particles collide. Nine detectors, each designed to detect different phenomena, are positioned mm -hmm. around the crossing points. The LHC primarily collides proton beams, but it can also accelerate beams of heavy ions, lead, Lead collisions and proton lead collisions are typically performed for one month a year. <clears throat> the LHC's goal is to allow physicists to test the predictions of how different theories of particle physics, including measuring the properties of Higgs bison, searching for the large family of new particles by supersymmetric theories, and other unresolved questions in particle physics. Now I'm fixing to dumb it down. 
because that was a lot, right? Yes, please do. Because I found that the simplified is too scientific <laughs> for me. <clears throat> I had to um, do that so that I would sound really, really smart. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I love science. I do, but I am more on the environment, which apparently that can be an environmental type issue. Yeah. But that's um definitely, yeah, you've got to definitely dumb that down. Yeah, I'm going to. So, in a nutshell, this basically means, in more simplified terms, physicists and engineers at CERN use the world's largest and most complex scientific instruments to study the basic constituents of a matter fundamental particles. Subatomic particles are made to collide together at close to the speed of light. Now, we know what you're thinking. What does this have to do with the Mandela effect? Well, this kind of is like a whole, <clears throat> are they trying to recreate like a Big Bang hmm. type thing? Hmm. Because this, that's what apparently happened for how, you know, the mm -hmm. how we got here, basically. Big Bang, particles, mm -hmm. boom, here you go. Um, okay, continue. <laughs> let's see what does it have to do with the mandela effect well a lot actually or at least many people think it does and here's why there are various theories that cern causes the destruction of pieces of the universe represented by quantum fields every time they run the lhc then the quantum fields shift to our shift to the closest multiverse timeline while our consciousness is not affected by it at all. Many also theorize that CERN has created black holes mm. through experimentation, creating portals to alternate dimensions, which explain the unexplained changes in the world's history, even down to brand names. Some believe the theory, these theories are a stretch and laughable at best. Quote, CERN has better things to do than change your Oreo packaging is a quote by one of the skeptics. When you look into CERN or how they affect humans or Earth, these are the answers, explanations given, direct quotes from CERN enterprises themselves. <clears throat> to me, before we move for further mm -hmm. into this, this can be a very logical explanation into Mandela effects. Mm -hmm. Because there's always going to be, in a person's mind, mm -hmm. even if they can't recall something at that time, there's always going to be something, whether it's a, a place, a sense, of a smell, a taste, a touch, or something that might trigger a memory. Mm -hmm. So even if, for instance, this, which could be very plausible, happened... And they're trying to change a timeline, mm -hmm. erase certain things, and where some of us are like, holy shit, this isn't right. And mm -hmm. others are like, no. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember it this way. No, it was this before this. Mm -hmm. Well, we know that the existence of black holes are real. Yes. They announced that not that long ago. Exactly. And, you know... My husband and I were talking about this a little bit yesterday. Like, how do we know? That we haven't been sucked in one? Well, not only that, but how do we know that this isn't one just great big giant experiment on the human, like, mind? How do we know this isn't just one big experiment to just see exactly? Because it's like, what if they do just enough to change little bitty tiny things? And then they wait to see 
How we react. How we react to it. How we remember. Because they can't erase memories. <clears throat> That's so, what I'm saying. You know, with the whole, even if yeah. somebody forgets certain things, like a lot of people don't remember a lot from their childhood, mm-hmm. but then a certain, like I said, mm-hmm. place thing, taste, Mm -hmm. or whatever might trigger something, Mm -hmm. and then that's how we're like, oh, wait, Mm -hmm. no, this was like this before, and now it's not. Something did change, Mm -hmm. but these, I'm not even going to say newer generation, but, you know, I mean, there's going to be the people that, no, it's always been like Mm -hmm. this. No, no, the hell it has not. Mm -hmm. Very plausible. Mm -hmm. Very, very plausible. In my opinion. Yeah. We don't know what the government... The government does... And I'm, we're going to get shut down. <laughs> we're we're not going to really, go there. Yeah. <clears throat> there's some shady shit's going on in the world. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, CERN themselves gave explanations about how they affect humans and Earth. I'm going to read those to you. CERN engages in many ways with citizens from across the globe. Through a variety of outreach activities, learning about the fundamental constituents of the universe, and how scientists try to answer fascinating questions inspires young people and increases the attraction of science and technology. So that's how it affects humans. That's their that's their quote for that. So one. we they're basically men in black. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe, maybe. Which there is a theory that the men in black are real. And I would like to look into that a little further for future reference. So there's Y'all, we're not crazy, we're okay? We're not crazy. I mean, in that sense. So, my thing is, I really, I honestly believe that there's a lot more that goes on behind the big curtain mm-hmm. than we are aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it has to. Because if they told us everything, we would all just handle it. Probably like, panic. Oh, or, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> we don't handle shit well around here. <laughs> Or you get to, you know, a certain age and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> oh, no. Why Don't not? Don't say that. That's the wrong quote, sister. <laughs> Anyways. Um, will CERN affect the Earth? No. The amount of antimatter is negligible. Any antimatter produced in CERN is also annihilated at CERN as well and does not escape outside into the environment. The CERN experiments <laughs> require lots of power, so there are power plants that have their own environmental impact. Now, I quote, that is that is from CERN directly. Um, notice how they don't say anything about, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, it just seems like a really safe answer. But the, it's just... Safe answer for who? Them. To cover their butts. <laughs> well, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and to pacify a whole lot of people. I do that. <laughs> You're, you got the dog with the massive gas. It's excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Tragedy for all good time. <laughs> anyway, do you want to read this next theory? <laughs> you want me to, you want me Go to? ahead. Okay. All right. So... That's all we're going to talk about with that part of CERN. However, you're going to notice CERN comes up a lot. The next theory, the world ended in 2012, and we are all living in an alternate universe unknowingly. That's another conspiracy mm-hmm. theory we're going to have to hit on because mm-hmm. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. I've heard that it ended in 2012. CERN had something to do mm-hmm. with it, and that's our, this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Remember in 2012, when panic spread across the world as people either seriously or jokingly thought the world would end on December 21st as predicted by the yeah. Mayans. One, two, two, one, one, two. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, that's basically the numbers of the world, of everything. Right. Technology is one, zero. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> they even made a movie about it. Most didn't take it too seriously, considering the majority of us had gone through the Y2K hysteria. And we all saw how that went. Well, so everybody yeah. was just like, nah, this happening again? No biggie. You know, I think people got really pissed off. Because <laughs> they didn't Well, the, the Y2K <laughs> thing, like, they literally went underground. They had been saving food and stuff in these storehouses forever. They just knew the whole power grid was going to shut down. We were all going to be fucked. Like... People really got into that. And so once they saw, you know, I think it only takes one time to use your entire life savings <laughs> to get ready for a catastrophe. By the second time, you're just like, bring it on. I'm not going to eat fucking rice for a month again. No, no y'all can have it. I don't care. I don't want to be here. So anyway, but to the shock of many, the world didn't end. And I say shock in quotation marks because nobody really was that fucking worried about it. <laughs> I wasn't. Anyway, it's now a time to that it's now a time that's remembered in jokes or reminiscent about what a weird time it was. A popular Twitter thread disputes that that fact as well as many other theorists. One big claim again linked to CERN <laughs> that after creating a black hole that inhaled the world, the scientists then placed us all in a simulation, which initiated the Mandela effect. So we're all simulated. They are How could they get I mean like, is it a mind control type thing? How would they get every human, the billions of human beings in the same type of... Well, if it's a mind control thing, they didn't do a real good job no because shit. we're still remembering shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> Another theory is we all died in 2012. Like, everybody died. And Pretty sure I'm still kicking. <laughs> we're all dead. And we're now all ghosts. Just completely unaware that we're dead. Nope. Pretty sure I get paid. <laughs> Pretty sure I'm still paying fucking bills. If I'm, no shit. If I'm a ghost and I'm still paying bills I'm after be I'm mad. dead. Oh my God. <laughs> or taxes for that matter. Everybody's getting fucking haunted. Oh yeah. Oh God yeah. When I actually die, damn it. <laughs> I'm coming back I and mean, fucking every one of you up. <laughs> like... I, I, I have a hard time that with that. one. I can't believe that no, one. No, because I can't believe. It's funny, <laughs> but I can't get down with that one. No, and I wouldn't still. Have I to should buy. be a pissed off. I should. Yeah. Why are we still eating food then? Like, why is food prices why going up so high? Why are we hungry? Why do we shit ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of questions. Totally I different know. conversation, <laughs> y'all. Sorry, <laughs> went off topic. I don't know. Um, anyway, the thread poses the questions of tra of time travelers too. Did they disrupt your dog, man? <laughs> <laughs> Did they disrupt the world? Which of of course leads us to our next theory: time travel, because <laughs> we had to go there. Which will eventually be a topic. Yes. Yes, it's going to have to be. We're not going to be just all weird stuff. Mostly weird, but... Look, I don't think any of this is weird. I think this is fascinating. I think it is, too. <laughs> I think that it's all worth a gander. I think it's worth talking about. And so um, the FBI is probably knocking on our door. <laughs> y'all getting everybody started. Hey. We're going to need y'all to calm down. <laughs> if we go missing, you guys know what happened. We're going to be doing... We're going to be doing podcasts... <laughs> 
<laughs> where we're eating like pickles. <laughs> and, <laughs> and y'all just get to hear us chew for the relaxing effects of it, you know? Yes, the whole, what is that? ADM, whatever. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <coughs> do y'all know how much these people get paid to eat ice on the in front of the microphone? I would do it in a heartbeat. I'll brush my hair. <laughs> might hear a few ouches here and there, but are they whispering? <clears throat> they talk really. They really, whisper. really loud. Yeah. <laughs> that shit puts me to sleep. Anyway, <laughs> we're not doing that. I'm totally not doing that. Anyway, time travel. We had to look into it for science <laughs> because science is important. Absolutely. The theory, here we are again, back at CERN, conducted in, ex- in 20, 2016, <laughs> a group of scientists at CERN conducted an experiment involving the particle accelerator that caused a rift in space-time continuum. They were shocked when they discovered that particles had traveled back in time by several seconds. This discovery led them on a journey into exploring the possibilities of time travel. However, their experiments were shut down due to concerns over safety and potential consequences of anything if anything went wrong. The story goes on to say the head researcher went on to continue the experiment to eventually travel back and forth through past and future causing the Mandela effect. There is no actual proof of this event taking place. Many argue that it's all a big cover-up, but our research hasn't found any obvious proof of that. Only theories. We did, however, find claims of time travelers and experiences that did get <laughs> that did catch our attention and intrigue. <laughs> so, if they began this whole time travel thing with CERN, for instance, in 2016, and oh, hey, we have to shut you down. What if you had particles of a person time traveling into the future, and now are they just stuck there? Or if they went to the past, are they stuck there because they had to shut it down? How would that work out? I think that's just a story that somebody wrote, like, as part of a book or something like that. And it's not, there's no real seriousness to it. Like, you can't, there's no substantial evidence proving it. Because I looked. And if there is evidence of it, we're not going to find it. Because it's going to be locked away somewhere nobody can find. Oh, absolutely. Probably... (laughs) Underground. Definitely. In a bunker. In the dark web. (laughs) Dark web. Whispering ourselves. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, this first time traveling experience is a real experience that did take place. It's documented from the 70s. Um, It's not a huge event, but it is enough to kind of be like... Hmm. Questionable. Things, things and... that make you go, hmm. Yeah. Okay, this is about Bruce Gernon. Never heard of him. Well, you'll it once I tell you who he is and where it's happened at, it may pull some memories for you. Okay. okay? A pilot of a single engine aircraft had two passengers on board. His flight was scheduled to fly from the Bahamas to the Florida coast on December 4th, 1970. Bruce made numerous journeys on the same route without encountering any problem. But this particular December flight was noteworthy. The journey from the Bahamas to Florida, Florida, usually took close to two hours. But this one made he this one was made in forty five minutes. As soon as the plane reached an altitude of ten thousand feet, a dark cloud was spotted ahead. As the plane approached the cloud, the cloud seemed to grow in size. Bruce managed to cut through it and came out okay. 
But as the aircraft reached 11,000 feet, Bruce saw another massive dark cloud. He had no choice but to move through the cloud again. When entering the second cloud, the surrounding was the surrounding area, like in the cloud around him, was pitch black, no light shining through. The weather was normal that day. There was no rain, no thunderstorms, so he was confused by the clouds. As he carefully moved through the clouds, he witnessed a blaze of light. He knows this was not lightning, as these lights lit up the entire space around him. Bruce continued flying through the never-ending cloud and became fearful for his passengers and himself. He began to worry they would not make it out alive. To his surprise, he saw a small tunnel of light <clears throat> that marked the exit of the cloud and flew towards it, then began witnessing strange activities happening around him. The exit hole was getting shorter, and the entire electronic instrument inside the aircraft stopped working. He no longer had control of the aircraft as it seemed to move with the help of an unnatural force. Was he in the Bermuda Triangle? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Once he finally managed to get them out of the cloud tunnel, his radio finally began to work again, and he was able to reach ground control, although they could not give him his location because he could not be seen on the radar. Bruce realized then he had finally reached Miami, Florida, but could not understand how this was possible. The flight had a speed of 100, 180 kilometers per hour, and there is no explaining how this aircraft made the trip in just 45 minutes. After landing, Bruce and his team of associates got to work trying to figure out this mysterious event, consulting aeronautical engineers and professors for this, but no one can provide an ex explanation. Since then, his story has been studied and documented countless times, including a book written about his story titled Beyond the Bermuda Triangle. Not what we were expecting either, but at least this one has no mention of CERN. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, Bermuda Triangle is a big topic of discussion. But that's nowhere between the Bahamas and Florida. Mm. It's kind of up mm -hmm. in the Atlantic. Not mm. really right... Now, as a kid, I always <clears throat> thought the Bermuda Triangle was basically right off the mm -hmm. east coast. Correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. Right off the east east coast. But recently, it's been I've been told like it's more like of a northeast way upward. Don't know, never been there. Don't plan to go. <laughs> I don't either. Google. But what's interesting is is his story, and I've watched his so many things about this guy read mm -hmm. so many things about this guy he his story has never changed he is adamant about what happened the passengers that were with him are adamant about what happened the stories have never changed but what's so interesting about it, and they are actually doing scientific experiments like right now during this time trying to figure out the theory of like the electric fog see how they're showing the picture right mm -hmm. here of the bermuda triangle yeah and just a few weeks ago, I watched something that had the Bermuda Triangle, but they had it more or less up here. Right. Right. Well, now I'm really fucked up, and I think that's going to be another. <laughs> it's going to have to be. <coughs> but um, they're very curious about the theory. They're like the electric, the like the electronic fog. They think it's a real thing. And they've been running tests out there, and they've been doing all this stuff. But also another theory about the Bermuda Triangle is black holes. You know, that's one of the things on the list is a black hole. Yeah, because so many people or ships, mm -hmm. planes go missing, never to be seen again. <clears throat> right. You don't find a sunken ship. Right. You don't find, you know, 
remains of mm-hmm. of an aircraft mm-hmm. at all in there. Right. So, I mean, even though it's not anything directly to do with the Mandela effect, it is technically a time traveler because he made it somewhere instead of it being the allotted time as it typically is, he got there a lot faster, which everybody says there's no way. Yeah. Absolutely no way. So, in a sense, he did time travel just a little bit. Is a little bit is a little bit enough? Maybe so. Maybe he caused this nonsense. Maybe he's the reason for the Mandela effect. CERN Maybe. could have been fucking around with the Bermuda Triangle. You never know. And he had no idea. Went through this little loophole and he fucked it all up. That's right. What he just was trying and to fly. And now here we are. <laughs> now he, he was just trying to fly and mind his own business. <laughs> he didn't ask for this shit either. No shit. You know, I feel bad for the guy. <laughs> this guy here that we're fixing to talk about is, this is funny. I don't care who you are. This tickles me. Like, it really does. And it does shoot a little bit past Mandela effect, but I felt like it needed to be mentioned just because, if for nothing else, it's humorous. Hey. You know, it's a thought. We're here for it. Okay. This person, I don't know if it's male, female, popped out of the internet. Nobody really knows a whole lot about this person. Eno Alaric. I don't know. We don't know if that's a pseudonym. We don't know if that's his actual name. Uh, don't know, but it's Eno Alaric. Self-proclaimed time traveler claimed that aliens are coming to take back Earth. Eno, from the year 2671, <laughs> foretold this apocalyptic event on March 23rd, 2023. Not that long ago, right? Claiming... He are we would, dead again? <laughs> just listen. This are we like... It gets, it gets better. <laughs> twice over dead? Claiming we would be in the thick of it on March 24th, the following day. And 8,000 of the world's most elite would be selected to be taken to another habitable planet. While another alien, dubbed the Champion, whose world was destroyed by hostiles, would save some of us from Judgment Day. It's unclear which elitist made the cut, while no evidence of this has been proven. And obviously we're all still here. Um, but one can't help to keep in mind the official announcement of the non-humanoid biologics shortly after this prediction. Which we did get somewhat of a, <clears throat> hey, yeah, mm-hmm. by the way, UFOs do exist. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it's kind of like, yes, it is completely ridiculous. Like, this whole story is just unfathomable. It's silly. It's funny. If the world was going to end on March 24th, I'm pretty sure we'd know about it by now because it's But would we, though? Because we've already apparently died (laughs) twice. Right. Or, you know. But considering that the announcement of UFOs and alien life form and stuff was was talked about not that long ago, starting in June and July, it does kind of make you go, hmm. Yeah. You know? And going with that, I'm not going off topic, but another topic that I did write down that we're definitely, I'm going to have to buy the book. Um, which is Nostradamus. Mm-hmm. There is a book with all of his predictions I would love to get a hold of, mm-hmm. and that way we can go over that one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> because there are many things that he predicted that mm-hmm. have have happened. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Yeah. Different topic. Things, different. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> okay, this guy, his name is John Teeter. I don't know if it's Teeter or if it's Titor, but either way. Could be Titty. <laughs> the name is John 
Teeter and Time Travel O, they're both pseudonyms. They're proven pseudonyms. So okay. it's not a real name. So even if I'm mispronouncing it, who gives shit? Um, used on the Time Travel Institute and Art Bell's post to post forums during 2021 by a poster claiming to be an American military time traveler from 2036. Okay, so Ty- we've got 13 years. <clears throat> right. Titer made numerous predictions regarding calamitous events in 2004 and beyond, including nuclear war. Inconsistencies in his explanations, the uniform inaccuracy of his predictions, and a private investigator's findings all led to the general impression that the entire episode was an elaborate hoax. A 2009 investigation concluded that Titer, Teeter, Tudor, (laughs) was likely the creation of Larry Haber, a Florida entertainment lawyer, along with his brother, John Rick Haber, a computer scientist. While proven a hoax, some of his predictions do seem a bit eerie and do appear to touch vaguely on the Mandela effect, years before it was actually first mentioned. Quote, although he frequently invoked the many worlds interpretation of quantum mechanics, whereby events from his timeline may differ from our own, Titer also said that the differences would be minimal. And that was said in 2001. We're changing our theme song. <laughs> what about photographic evidence of time travelers? Well, oh, I've can, seen some of yeah. those before. But then again, exactly. you know, with the, <clears throat> the advancement of technology, yeah. AI, you can do anything anything you can find plenty but if they're in if they're authentic or not that is the question so that's entirely up to you on what you actually feel like you what you want to believe yeah Yeah. that's definitely what you want to believe and whatnot some of them do look pretty oh yeah they kind of are like they take you aback because you're like they what yeah (laughs) and then you're like wait a minute (laughs) surely not Am I am I gullible? Yeah, yeah, I, I can be gullible sometimes. I can, uh, you know, not all the time, but yeah, every now and then you can get me. The last theory, I'm not going to touch on this one a lot because it can cause <clears throat> some backlash, and I'm not here for that right now. So this oh. is, I'm just going to keep it. I'm going to keep it to the point with this one. Religious intervention. Oh God. Some people believe the Bible predicted the Mandela effect. There is even a book on this theory. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just the title of this book gets me every time. The book was written by Steve Adams entitled, real creative, The Bible Predicts the Mandela Effect. Oh, that's just original. (laughs) Why why the Mandela Effect is part of God's great plan. A mouthful, but it exists. We haven't read it. I'm not going to read it, but you can if you like. That's totally your choice. As far as we went into the theories, we probably could have gone further, and maybe a few years from now, the list of theories, as well as the Mandela Effect list of misremembered items, will have grown, but for now, I think this is where we're going to leave it. Yeah, that's definitely a rabbit hole that we're not going to go down. However, I would like to state that nothing. (laughs) I I would leave it. I would leave it. Personally, I would leave it. I don't think I have anything on that one. Yeah. Um, I I did get tickled over the name of the book. Yeah, I mean, just so really, really. (laughs) uh, You couldn't have come up with something more 
clever <laughs> than and it's a map like it is a long time that's like the longest title of a book i've ever seen in my life but with with that one would definitely yeah i'm just gonna There's, call bs i think a one. lot of people have a lot of theories on that specific idea um but i didn't really find anything other than the book um, I think a lot of people have opinions, but they're not going to be on the online. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be anything big. So I didn't get into that one that far, but because there was a book, I had to mention it. <clears throat> so, Interesting. We just finished up the Mandela effect. We did. I feel pretty good about it. Absolutely. So what we're going to do, Bailey's still trying to FaceTime me. <laughs> what we are going to do is, um, if you follow us on our Facebook group, Two Moms and the F-Bomb. Might put up a poll mm -hmm. on what our next topics, topic should be, mm -hmm. um, which could range from a lot. Just, yeah. We have a lot of topics. Yeah. Um, so we'll pick a few that we think, you know, would be maybe interesting mm -hmm. and let our followers, our viewers help us choose mm -hmm. which one that we can research um our podcast we're not scripted mm -mm. but we do we like to do our research we are going to research we do write it down <clears throat> and we do read that but we're not script like we come in here today and recorded our first episode <laughs> it was a shit show for the most part um we're kind of getting into the feel of things mm -hmm. um we're still brand new with this we're gonna fuck up yeah um, we're going to make mistakes, but the whole purpose is being raw, being uncut, and just being just being us. And we're just going to talk about shit that we believe other people may be interested in, mm -hmm. things, everyday life. We will eventually get into, you know, we're going to add some to mom talk. Mm -hmm. um, there are a few other things that we will introduce into our podcast that'll be like maybe once a month mm -hmm. we won't go into detail with that right now we Keeping will that in our back pocket yeah <clears throat> um tech you know basically it may either be a bonus episode mm -hmm. a short one mm -hmm. or know. a special we could always do a special yeah um we'd like to also get like guest co-hosts and stuff in oh absolutely here have some fun stuff going on and sponsors if mm -hmm. anybody knows any sponsors that you know would like for us to help with advertising mm -hmm. We'll throw that in here because we are just sitting in here just babbling for an hour nonstop. Um, so, yeah, that was. I had fun with this one. I think this was fun. This one was definitely fun. Um, so we're definitely going to have to check out, check off. And I've got my bone pin here <laughs> that I got in my little goodie bag from Natalie and your business. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, my business that I've just launched not too long ago right before summer actually kindred spirits oddities and curiosities llc i have an etsy page i have a couple of i have a facebook group i have a facebook page i have a website um you can find me just about anywhere you find me on tiktok um it's still a work in progress i make a lot of weird stuff i love it it's weird. fun Weird, but amazing. <laughs> it's definitely like, great shit. It's definitely oddities and curiosities, without a doubt. Definitely. 
So we'll go through our list. Um, we have marked off Mandela Effect. I've got a page full of topics. We're going to pick a few. We'll post um, on our Facebook page mm-hmm. and let people decide what we should talk about next. Yeah, we'll do that maybe next in the next week, week or so. Just because we have, we already have like several episodes or, for this. Actually, yeah. in just a couple of days. Yeah, technically it would be a couple of days because this is the last episode. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, with that being said, we want to say thank you to our followers, to our listeners, um, for sticking with us for an hour at a time. Um, again, any questions, comments, concerns? Go okay. to our Facebook our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback. Definitely. So. That's yeah. it for today. Yeah. Ready to so. wrap it up? I am. So thank y'all. I'm Crystal. I'm Natalie. Y'all have a good night. Bye. Bye.